Bonjour. Konnichiwa. I am Frederic Rigolo, News Director of Belmont Media Center. And I'm Komako Akai Whitelaw, Citizen Journalist for BMC. Welcome to our new podcast series, Power of Music. What makes us musicians? What draws us into music? Those are the core questions we hope this podcast series answers. In this first season, we interview Powers Music School faculty members. We'd like to give special thanks to Kelly Weber and Gavin Farrell for their support. The production of our podcast incidentally coincided with the COVID-19 pandemic, which reminds us how music heals us, how music brings us joy, and how music brings us together. In this episode, Costa Rican jazz pianist Jose Soto, a faculty member of Powers Music School, shares with us his belief in music as a tool for social betterment. The first song we hear was composed by Jose. My name is Jose Soto. I'm a pianist from Costa Rica. I'm also a teacher at Powers Music School. So this piece is I call it Jena. It's not, so I'm from Costa Rica, it's not Spanish. It's a language from a native community in Costa Rica called the Bribris. And what it means is talking or saying something from the bottom of the liver. The liver for this society, it's the organ in charge of saying things with honesty. So it's about that, it's playing something try to compose something from the bottom of my liver. <laughs> For me it's important is to understand that music or the art serves to society. It's a response to what happens around us. Music is a means to, for the betterment of society because with, with music you can have access to the passion of people. With music you attach a message that is related to something that is happening in society that, that you think that can be better. I think you can create a big impact. Jazz, it's a very beautiful music because it's about 
playing around with uh, boundaries, push them as much as you can, respecting the tradition and respecting who you are. When I listened to my first jazz album, that's what that I discovered, not knowing what I was hearing. And that was the spark that I felt for that music, that when you listen to all these masters, they are kind of playing a common language. You can identify them and you can like feel their struggle and the blues, basically, right? And I think that in, in Costa Rica, we have something similar to that. We have uh, Calypso, which is a Caribbean music and jazz because of the African influence it has. And Latin American music is not that far from that too. It's a very amazing place. It's a tiny country. We are five million people. I think even Massachusetts is bigger than Costa Rica. <laughs> but it's so diverse in terms of nature. You know, we have uh, seven native communities. We have also an African in the Caribbean. We have uh, two oceans boarding us. That's in, in so tiny place, having all that, it's very unique. So. The music influences we have is huge, huge. I was lucky to grow in a very musical environment. My father, I consider him a very good musician. He's like, he's not a professional musician. You know, in Costa Rica, in my father's time, music wasn't considered like a, a profession. I think he had that kind of frustration in his life and because of that he wanted to uh, support us in whatever we wanted to do. Because of him we had music every day at every moment of the day. He woke up us at six in the morning for going to school and hitting a pen and singing whatever song he wanted to sing and create at that moment and and that was very very Special. It's not that normal alarm. My father, he was in love with all kinds of music and he made sure that we know more and, and get deep into music. Any kind, any style. And in the radio, I was listening to a lot of music my dad loved. It was, his name was Marfil. Marfil was combining a lot of calypso with pop music and Latin music. So I was able to hear salsa music, uh, soul, R&B, Beatles, rock, all kind of music. I started piano when I was 10 years old. Piano triggers my musical imagination. You know, I consider piano very unique because it's like having an orchestra very close to your fingers. And it's because of that, it's like I was imagining any kind of music. I started to do classical because I didn't have another option. <laughs> In Costa Rica, we don't have so many 
What brought me to jazz, I think it was improvisation. I knew how to play guitar. I always was in love with this metal group, uh, Metallica, <laughs> heavy rock group. And then when I discovered that they were soloing, I just felt in love with that. Yeah, I wanted to do all this, all this improvisation. When I discovered that through the piano, I could do that. Honestly, I even like, I was doing my bachelor in classical music in Costa Rica. I took two sabbatical years in order to just, you know, work on my own on the jazz. Jazz, it's, for me specifically, it's, it's um, a way to keep discovering myself and my background, my culture, my identity. For me, that's the meaning of improvisation and jazz. It's like it's the process of, of learning through music how to be unique. Right now in Costa Rica, a Calypso legend named Walter Ferguson. His albums are like just guitar and singing like, like a blues player would do. For me, it's very amazing. And the swing that he has, all these kind of um, nuances when he plays. And for me, that's the connection that I have with, with jazz. Uh, always being an ambassador of my culture, ambassador of what means Costa Rica for me. It's a standard by Bud Powell, which is one of my favorite composers. It's entitled Oblivion. When I listened to this standard for the first time, I just felt in love immediately. It reminds me of my Caribbean <laughs> background. It doesn't sound like the normal bebop tune. The other thing is that nobody plays it. It's very, I always in love of songs that nobody plays. <laughs> so it's like, um, for me, that's, that makes them special. Yes, there is a, a saying that if you can't sing it, you can play it. I even didn't realize that I did it when I was a kid. In my classical lessons in Costa Rica, they always for, forbidden me to do that. Because, you know, you shouldn't like make noises when you're playing. And for me, it's part of my essence. It's like I can't get rid of that. If I can do that, I won't be able to put some life to my music. It's the way I connect, it's my interface to the instrument, probably. Mm -hmm. 
I have been here in Boston for eight years. And two years ago, I finished my master's degree at Berkeley. And before that, my bachelor's at New England Conservatory. And before that, I did another bachelor's degree in classical music in Costa Rica. Basically, I came here chasing one of my favorite musicians, that is a Panamanian pianist named Danilo Perez. I started with another of my idols, which is a Venezuelan pianist, Ed Simon. I studied with all my heroes, like all of them, the most, most influential like jazz players nowadays. But also at the same time, one of my first hero was my mother. She's not a musician, but she started like since 15, 18 years ago, like a music school. She haven't get any payment for that. She's still working on that and she's still fighting in order to keep alive that possibility for my community. But when I started to see that, I wasn't aware of all these things. So for me, like I just started to realize how important is the work that my mother has done. I'm not a person who planned things. The only important thing that I have done in my life in this way was this one moving to Boston because of how expensive is studying here? I did my audition four years in a row in order to get the scholarship that I needed to come here. For me, being here means a lot of challenges, struggles in a good way that makes, made me feel more confident about myself in the process of growing. The meaning in my life was getting out of my comfort zone. And that for me, something that is super necessary for being creative and improve and get better. I didn't study with teachers. I studied with music gurus. The, the difference from like a very good teacher and a music guru is that they always relate uh, music with real life. They are not just musicians. This pianist, Danilo Perez, he has international jazz festival in Panama, and he is UNICEF ambassador of peace. They, they're given, their example is not just through music, it's through what they do in their life. They still are my heroes. <laughs> also, I remember once, like, I started with a very famous saxophone player, Joe Lovano, and there is a very famous jazz standard name, All the Things You Are. He told us in a lesson, oh, you need to learn how to play all the things you are. And they're like, yes, you know, everyone knows how to play all the things you are. And then he said, no, no, all the things you are, all the things you are, like literally what all the things that you are as a person. And that was one of the most important lessons. With Danilo, for example, when I started to see all the things that he was doing, I really wanted to do the same in my country and I, because of, that was the first inspiration for me to create a foundation in Costa Rica and, and we have also in Costa Rica International Jazz Festival that my wife and, and I work. Through Danilo also I learned that music needs um, a very powerful tool to create a better society and fight against uh, injustice. All these people, like the teachers that I had, they were related to something like a bigger mission, life, life mission ambition. And, and that's something that, that really st stuck with me.
in 2017, we started the Fundación Armonía Colectiva, which means collective harmony. We weren't thinking about harmony in terms of the music aspect. We were talking about human harmony and collective because we are trying to create a space where we are collectively in a group trying to be better as human beings through music. The foundation started with Mari and I, my wife and I, trying to bring the opportunities that we got here to Costa Rica. And we finding resources to bring classmates that I had in England uh, to Costa Rica to teach for free. We have like right now like 11 students. We teach them things that are not very common in Costa Rica, like improvisation or like um, checking, you know, understanding the music as a, as a, as a tool for social betterment. They are in Costa Rica, but sometimes when we have opportunities such as program here that is happening, like the five, Berkeley five-week program, they audition and if they get like a scholarship, they come and we, they stay with us. Our students, it's interesting because some of them are not musicians. Some of them are like computer engineers and they do music as, as a side hobby, right? But they are very talented and very committed to the program and it has been working very well. We are always talking about how to make our society a better place. Okay, let's create this project about global warming, or let's create this project about like violence against women. Then we start talking about music. It's like, you know, first that and then music. And it's very exciting for me to spend these hours with, with our community, with our foundation community. I think more collaboration are happening with this uh, pandemic. Our foundation, we have recorded a piece that we did it completely in our houses. Uh, we did it like uh, our students being in Costa Rica, we've been here, you know, organize a, a campaign for the International Day of Elimination of Violence Against Women. We have so many tools right now to be proactive and, and do art.
This is uh, an uh, original piece that I wrote for a festival that we run that is called the Fi Jazz, which is Festival Internacional de Jazz Costa Rica. What happened with Fi Jazz is like we started to bring our heroes to Costa Rica. As, as a response to that kind of philosophy of using music as a tool for social betterment. Like a lot of people started to support us. This piece is entitled There is no greater clave. I base the composition of this piece in a clave that I learned from my maestro Danilo Perez um, based on the Latin on the salsa clave or the song clave is like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. And I also took some ideas from Back Inventions and the standard The Integrated Love. This piece was produced by a very amazing saxophone player from Israel, Neri Sidon, and I recorded also with the bass player Jacob Jesero. The drummer is Connor Kent, the percussionist is Tarek Rantisi, the trumpet player is Alonso Dimitrios, and I play the piano there. Improvisation is right at the moment. Even like if you transcribe that, what you played, you know, let's say like listening to the recording, there is no way that you're gonna play the same thing despite you copy the same notes because of the, the emotion you were having at that time, the moment, like everything, it's, it, it, it made it very special. Like for me, the composition is, is like a kind of laboratory not just to compose or make nice music, it's for also understanding yourself, but also to bring what you are understanding about yourself to the improvisation. For me, the composition is it's like the bridge from listening to music, studying music, to bring that information to a space where you're gonna make it your own, and then the improvisation comes. So it's like, the difference is like, you can edit it, you can uh, understand yourself through that, but then when you go to the improvisation, it's like, nobody knows what's gonna happen. And it's like, you can be yourself at that moment, you can be not yourself at that moment, you can be whatever is going to be around you is going to affect the moment. That's very special also.
this piece it's by Talonish Monk and it's called In Walked Bot which Bot Powell was a very close friend of Talonish Monk and Talonish Monk was he was mentor of Bot Powell so it's like that's why also I play them together because it's an example of uh, mentorship that I really admire also. Two of my favorite composers, two of my favorite pianists, two of my favorite uh, songs. As soon as I listen to this song, same, I feel the same kind of Caribbean vibe. And also I, I just felt in love when a melody hits you that you can't stop singing for, you know, it's something special. What I know is that I'm able to teach jazz or popular music or classical music too. What I try to teach first is all these values that I really think that are important to cheat through music. I try to teach to my students to be themselves and express that through music, through their piano. And also I try to teach that the piano is not, is not a life. They are the ones that if they know what to do, they can make the piano be alive. <laughs> an instrument sounds good you need to practice a lot of important values it's not just learning how to sound nice in an instrument and plays a nice song in order to do that you have to be patient you have to be responsible you have to be consistent you have to persevere you have to do so many things you have to be disciplined and tolerant be very aware of things of the process and when we are learning how to play music we have to work on them and that means that you're going to put that to practice and you can bring translate the practicing of those values to your daily life also it's important to understand that as artists that our responsibilities always bring positive vibes because also we can do damage with music and there is so many examples of of dangerous music out there in the radio that there doesn't have any kind of filter that's you know being aware of that is a way to to make make a good impact in society with music episode was edited by Komako Akai Whitelow. The piece Fondation Harmonica Collectiva played is called Estaves me toko ami, meaning this time it was me. The piece Jose played just before Bud Powell's work was Inner Peace, composed by South African artist Temba M. Kize. Next week, meet with Kira Cherong Chao, Powers Music School and NEC pianist teacher and solo concertist.
because I think music is also something spontaneous. Yes, we practice, we analyze scores, we thought through the thing we want to do, sometimes down to note to note, or measure to measure, or phrase to phrase. But right in that spot, when you are performing, it has to be spontaneous. Even a little bit improv, not jazz kind of improv, but I guess it's emotional. You want to be fresh right on the spot. <laughs>